there's a there's a new tiny seed meme as well i can mm. uh, i can let you in okay yeah, i'd appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> i haven't seen it on just so you know whatever yeah, i haven't seen it on slack yet so <laughs> you I, will. I will i think you might you might even even get a t-shirt okay <laughs> yeah so basically uh brian marble who is the founder of client rock and uh is part of tiny seed when he had his interview call with Einer, <laughs> one of the first things Einer told him was, and you know Einer, so you can imagine him saying this, I hate your churn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't. I can't. Matt. Peter. Ready to do a podcast? Let's podcast. Welcome back. Out of beta. Actually, uh, before we do the updates this week, I have a question for you. <laughs> Fire away. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was thinking about our name because I, I really like our name because I came up with it. Mm. And I feel like it kind of works. It works now because we're in beta and it's going to work afterwards when we get out of beta. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was curious if you ever, if you ever had have had any thoughts about our name and like, let me share why I'm asking this question. <laughs> I was thinking about today that I guess I'm still in beta because I mean you need to request a link to sign up for Branch. Yeah. But when people ask me if Branch is in beta, I don't like to tell them that it is because I feel like it's pretty mature already, and. I mean, I don't, I haven't had any problems with stuff that didn't work or anything like that. So, and some people don't want to use a critical piece of software that's in beta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, actually, I don't use the word beta about branch, but we have the word beta in our podcast. It's true. Have you it's ever thought tr- about it? I, I have. Uh, it struck me as brilliant from the first time I heard it, of course, but then, uh, I did think about it more and <laughs> I, I, it's, it's, it's grown on me. I, I don't think I was going to come up with anything uh, better. I, I, I know that I tried early on and those ideas just didn't, they, they were terrible. So I think you, <laughs> I think you filled the vacuum that I unintentionally left when I couldn't think of anything halfway decent. And <laughs> I think it's good. And I agree. You can kind of spin it both ways. We're, we're in it now. We might be out of it later. Um, and I stopped. I really stopped. I, I think I no. I do call what I'm in, the mode I'm in right now a private beta. Hmm. Um, but I think as soon as I open it up for self service, I'm not going to refer to it as beta anymore. Hmm. It's just going to be it's going to be a product that's always getting better. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, the name is like, you know, we're in tiny seat because we're. Mm-hmm. taking we're like we're starting something small and then trying to grow it with them for a year and see what happens yeah and i did hide a little uh, easter egg in the cover art it's, it's not just beta <laughs> yeah. there's, a, there's a little bit of alpha oh, we can't say that word <laughs> we're never we're never going to be enterprise with that word. <laughs> fair enough yeah I, uh, someone, I don't remember who it was at the tiny seed retreat actually talked about using the word beta for coming soon features. So like when someone asks mm-hmm. for a feature you don't have yet, basically tell mm-hmm. them that it's private beta right now. And, uh, you will mm-hmm. try to see if you can, if you can get them on the list. 
Yeah, at RiskPulse, uh, we had a beta flag in the software that we could flip on a per account basis that did feature activation of new features for folks. And nice. Yeah, it was nice. It, it also probably comes a product management nightmare when you can no longer, well, now when you have to start tracking all of the things that like that flag does and doesn't include. So, um, yeah, but it, it was a good idea. So yeah, that's, that's a good way to spin it. <laughs> Well, I didn't know. I just thought it would be interesting to hear your thoughts on it because we hadn't really talked about it since we came up with the name. And I'm I'm starting to, I still like the name for the podcast, but I just realized that I've moved away from using the word beta when I'm talking about branch. That sounds good. No, I I, I think it's good. I, I like it, man. I think yeah. I think it's it's gonna stick. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I just came back from the U.S. yesterday, and uh, I'm super jet lagged. And my fr my brain is still on fire after all the masterminds and all the stuff that was going on over there. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was that like? It was it was a good trip. It was mm. a busy trip, um, but a good trip. And it's kind of you know normally when I got back yesterday in the afternoon, and of course too tired to do anything yesterday, except like going to bed. <laughs> And uh, then normally today would be the day where I'm, you know, catching up, getting back to inbox zero mm -hmm. and kind of like, you know, making sense of all the notes and all this stuff that's been going on in the past week. But then today, right after this podcast, I have a really a kind of important meeting with a potential mm -hmm. partner. Yeah. And uh, I wanted I had some stuff I needed to prepare for that. And I wanted to see if I could impress them a little bit. So actually tomorrow yeah. is going to be the day where I'm kind of like try to make sense of everything and kind of get back into the normal drill. So I feel like I'm still like, it's almost like I'm still traveling or I'm still in the airport or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You're in this transition phase. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Well, um, appreciate you doing this on, you know, low cognitive function. That's <laughs> uh, kind of help level playing field here a little bit sometimes. I'll, I'll try to take advantage of that only a little bit. Well, the uh, good part is that you didn't go on the retreat and you, so you've had, <laughs> and we're recording this a little later than we normally do. So you have like two or three days extra of updates you can share with us. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. But I, um, I want to hear about the trip compared to a, uh, you, you, you go to your fair share of conferences. So how did the tiny seed retreat compare to like a microconf or maybe other little conference experience you've been to is it totally different um it's much different like it just yeah. it felt more like hanging out with friends um cool i flew via iceland and i met up with craig uh craig hewitt the founder of castos in iceland and then the on the second flight we're on the same plane and uh, I've, i know him i've met him three or four times at different conferences and obviously we talk hey, a lot craig, craig's from uh, where's craig from for the listeners uh, he's uh, he's U.S., but he lives in France. That's right. Um, yep. He, um, him and his family, they moved to France, I believe, three years ago. They traveled around Europe for a few months, and then they kind of settled on Annecy, which is this amazing town um, in the mount in the Alps. No, not really the Alps, close to the Alps, and it's uh, it has really very good skiing. It's really beautiful. So they wow. kind of settled down there. I think he's going to be hard to move. <laughs> um, Very nice. Yeah. So Iceland, I have basically everywhere from Europe to the US via Iceland. So um, it's pretty easy to go that way. 
and uh, they have a Minneapolis connection, which is where the retreat was. So uh, we flew together and we had an Airbnb together as well for the first night. So, you know, it just really felt like hang out with a buddy. Yeah, then the first day before the official retreat started, I managed to have a meeting with a hosting company that have an, they have an office in Minneapolis. You're so bad at vacations, man. I'm really bad at it. <laughs> you, just, you just don't know how, you just don't know how to do it. <laughs> well, it oh, ended up becoming a, a little meeting on the <laughs> It ended yeah. up becoming a little sightseeing trip because uh, I met up with their director yeah. of uh, developer relations, and he took me on a walk to the Mississippi and showed me around town. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Pretty pretty low stress sales meeting, if you will. Yeah. I'm always uh, looking for opportunities, I guess. And um, this guy, I I wasn't really familiar with him or his role, but he um, he liked one of my tweets about um, what I was working on with their hosting company a few days ago. And then I, I was curious who it was, and I looked up his profile, and it said he was in Minneapolis, and they had an I knew they had an office there. So I was like, hey, I know this is kind of random and a little bit short notice, but... Uh, would you want to have a coffee with me on Wednesday around this time? Because that's literally the only time I can. <laughs> yeah. Like, sure thing, I can, I can come into the office that day because he sometimes works from home. And uh, Cool. So that was super cool. And um, So, yeah, what do you, you feel like you uh, accomplished there from just like a, I don't know, learning or sales or customer perspective? Did, I don't know, did pick up some new things? Um, I feel like he's like, he was like he's the perfect person for talk to, to to talk to at this point i'm working with one of their um i don't know what his official role is but he's a developer but he's mostly he's almost like customer success so like a solutions engineer kind of thing and he's like helping me out on some of the integration stuff we we're talking about but then this guy he's the director of developer relations so he's like really good to talk about in terms of like co-promotion and marketing stuff mm. um yeah we nice. had a really good conversation i can't share too much about it right now but um i feel like it was a really productive meeting and and we'll have a lot of stuff to there where we can kind of like work together it feels like their company and branch is a really good match in terms of like the people we try to help basically um, right so it was a really good it was really good to talk to him it was really pretty unstructured it I, I didn't necessarily have a big like it, it wasn't like we had something we were trying to do with that meeting besides like getting to know each other and like learn more about what what we we're doing cool um and it was it's great for that just to have like like a personal relationship like the other guy oh, that yeah. developed i work with i met with in berlin he took me out for dinner and um it's just it just changes everything when you know people in person i feel like um, oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really That's good. Great. Then uh, basically, Tracy, the program manager at Tiny Seed, picked me up mm -hmm. together with the other folks and drew a, like deep into rural Minnesota. And uh, mm. we got out of the car and was just instantly just <laughs> attacked by the wildlife. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> oh, the, the bugs were so bad. I mean, I've. I've gone to a lot of fishing trips in Sweden, but this was like next level. Huh. Someone was not happy with our visit. <laughs> oh, interesting. It was, so it was a pl plague proportions. 
yeah, I mean, the mus mosquitoes was really bad, but then this place had all these horses and donkeys and stuff. So they also had a ton of these horse flies so just like biting you. And <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, one night we managed to be outside because we um, cause we had a really big fire going. So kind of all the smoke was keeping the bugs away. And then mm -hmm. the other day they managed to like last minute rent this huge um like a big boat like a river boat or something um mm -hmm. and then take us out in the middle of a big lake <laughs> so there are no bugs <laughs> i'm gonna take you out in the middle of a big lake yeah it was kind of funny because we were just like hanging out in this boat everyone with like their sunglasses and a drink in their hand and it's like you know life has to have fun to start up <laughs> yeah that's cool yeah. no yeah so sometimes you find yourself in a situation and you're like you know bugs aside <laughs> This is a pretty good life. Oh, yeah. This is a pretty cool, pretty, pretty cool thing to be able to just do yeah. on a, on a quote unquote work oh, man. trip. I, I, well, I forgot it was, I mean, it was pretty incredible to be there in general. And the whole, like, mm -hmm. yeah, we, there was a big cabin um, where they had, it's not a conference room, it's more like a big living room with a whiteboard. Um, oh, and we cool. basically spent most of our time there. We had dinners there, they had some catering um, come for every meal. And we basically just did like masterminds, like officially everyone had one hot seat session. Cool. Um, and, but you know, the conversations just went on and on. It never stopped. I mean, until Tracy called it a night and she's like, guys, <laughs> you should go to bed. Cause we have stuff tomorrow again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that, uh, just a little bit of that dead mother uh, responsibility. Uh, yeah c comes over the room <laughs> yeah, yeah like oh my gosh it's 1 30 yeah um, 2 30 or whatever yeah that's great yeah well cool man that's that's and, awesome uh, yeah it was really cool my hot seat um i was a little not nervous but like i felt like everyone had something they kind of brought to the retreat that they were like something very obvious that they were gonna like they were struggling with right now or like mm -hmm. that they wanted to work on during the retreat and I just didn't have the same, basically, clarity on what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of nervous that, you know, my hot seat would be weak or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, but then after thinking about, the, like, some of the stuff that I'm actually working on right now, I kind of decided to basically bring up what I, like, the opportunities I see I have right now. Mm. Like, the different kinds of users I'm talking to. And how, like, how they're different, and what, like, what it would mean to have, like, to focus on one type of user instead of the other, right? And then also some of the integration work with the hosting companies I'm working on, um, and then it just turned out to this really amazing hot seat. I've never, like, I was just so pumped afterwards, and I expected, I expected, uh, just like the nature of branch, I expected Rob to be really. Like the one kind of taking the lead, mm. but it was really it was really Einer, the other partner in Tiny Seed, who kind of took over. <laughs> and um, he's, I mean, he's big on sales, and, and that's kind of he has a a way of like turning everything into a sales problem. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I don't know. It just like I was really impressed with the way like he managed to kind of take all the like blurry stuff that I had kind of put out in the room and be like okay so this is what you got this is where you want to get to like this is the way you do it and you just do this 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 and i don't want to like i don't want to talk too much about like the concrete 
sure. specific stuff we kind of agreed on because some of it is a little. I still need to work more on it, and I don't want to. Yeah, uh, I can't share all of it now, basically. But anyways, I just felt like I had this roadmap afterwards, and awesome. uh, it just felt really good. And uh, actually, I can't really, I can't wait to talk more to Einar about this. Um, it's great. Rob and Einar also gave us this. I'm sure they're going to have this conversation with you as well because you weren't there. Um, but <laughs> they basically gave us all basically a number for where they expect us to be after the, the year is over. Oh, good. And um, yeah, I knew you would like this part. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm really excited about this part. I, yeah. this, is deep, this is some deep psychology with me. I, don't know, I can't explain yeah. it, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like they, I, I have a... Not an allergy, but like I don't know, I don't. I, I have a hard time with this goal setting, especially in the early stages. But you know, they they told me a number that was a little bit higher than mm. I expected. Oh man! But then, like, so in the beginning, it's very intimidating. But like, you know, this number you just told me in the beginning, it sounded very unrealistic. But like five minutes into it, it's already made me think in a different oh, way. Oh yeah, yeah. And reframed yeah. everything, right? You're so, like, in order for that to be true. I, I have to do this. <laughs> yeah, some of the stuff I was thinking about is not gonna it's not gonna make sense to spend my time doing that in the next year. If if like if the goal is this number, then basically <laughs> this it only this part will matter. Yeah. Like the other thing is not gonna move the needle enough. Um so that part was very cool. And then basically on the financial stuff and the goal setting stuff everyone is going to have a meeting with Einer every month. Excellent. And and break down this figure into like more like I guess manageable mm -hmm. chunks and uh, make sure you're on track. So it's almost like having a call with like your your professor or something oh, yeah. like that. And he's always a little disappointed. <laughs> I've had professors like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And That's uh great. There's a there's a new tiny seed meme as well. I can mm. uh, I can let you in. Okay, on. Yeah, I'd appreciate that. <laughs> I haven't seen it on. Just so you know, whatever. Yeah, I haven't seen it on Slack yet, so <laughs> you I, will. I will. I think you might you might even even get a t-shirt. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so basically, uh, Brian Marble, who is the founder of Kleinrock and uh, is part of Tiny Seed, when he had his interview call with Einar. <laughs> <laughs> One of the first things Einar told him was, and you know Einar, so you can imagine him saying this, I hate your churn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he's Mr. I hate your churn now. And I think it's going <laughs> to it's gonna go in a t-shirt sometime soon. I absolutely love it. Yeah. That's great. That power is amazing. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like that needs to be... Um... Almost done like a comic book style, like his face, like Einer's face needs to be turned into like a caricature, like a, like the Marvel version of his look or DC version. Yeah. And then like, that's the dialogue bubble. Yeah. But yeah, I could see it perfectly and I can hear it as well in that very convincing. Yes, exactly. Not like monotone, but just nice, flat and Angry. solid. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe there's a little grumble in there. <laughs> a little dis that, that's that tinge yeah. of disappointment. Um, but that's, I mean, that's, that's the kind of stuff that burns into your brain and you start yeah. thinking a lot about it. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. So obviously didn't have a lot of maker time. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I did have some maker time today because I'm having the a call later on with a, a hosting company. Yeah. And I kind of I managed to. Uh, they have like a flagship feature that they kind of try to. They use that to kind of sell their product. And um, I managed to automate some of the stuff. Like I basically managed to automate the whole like setup of that flagship feature into your workflow with Branch, and mm. um, it was it was surprisingly easy the way Branch works compared to how it would work with another CI tool. So I'm actually very excited um, to show them what I came up with. Yeah, that's that to me is kind of like evidence that this the design of your system yeah. is good that you can do a remix yeah. of it or a new use of it and like y- you yeah. the maker yourself are delighted with the results yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like because because like you at this moment were not directly in control of how it was going to play out you just reuse the parts that you the maker like whatever a month ago had done and then you're like yeah. Okay. Wow. That's still, yeah. that's great. So cool. yeah, congratulations. That's, that's awesome. And that's also pretty gutsy to do the morning of a, of a call. <laughs> well, it's the only time I had. <laughs> yeah. Last, uh, the stuff I worked on last week was, uh, with their, with their platform as well, or two weeks ago, I think I talked about it. But they're actually kind of they're they're curious if there is part of parts of that that they can build into their own platform, which I think is cool. That I came up with something that they're interested in, kind of like copying. But at the same time, I don't know. Then it's going to be available to everyone. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. People will want to. People will want to kind of bear hug you into you know almost like this assimilation or osmosis of your stuff that's valuable and have it be theirs in a way. And yeah. yeah, with biz dev, that's always the key is keeping the lines of ownership clear. Yeah, of yeah. course. Cool. So, nice. uh, yeah, I guess the, some of the stuff from the, the retreat is going to come up again later on, but this is kind of what I wanted to share for now. Um, yeah. No, I'm happy, excited to hear that first take. You're the, you're the first person that I've got, the uh like the lowdown debrief from i kept in touch with tracy over slack a little bit as it was happening and i actually told her i enjoyed reading the the posts that were in like the general room just like hey you know meet over here at this time or coffee's over here because i was like made me feel just a little bit like i got a glimpse into what was going on but yeah um yeah you know that's that's great i'm glad it was glad it was um exceeded your expectations in the uh in that sense so it's cool yeah totally so what have you been up to? <laughs> oh man, it's been <laughs> an interesting. It's been an interesting couple of weeks. I it's kind of blurry for me when and where this started. I remember the last time we talked, I said that I had had a first. Oh, I was. I came back from vacation and I had a week that was basically just sales heavy, and then I had a couple of days where I was getting into the maker stuff. And we recorded an episode. The good news is that week finished really strong. And I have now fallen into a groove where um, I'm doing maker stuff every day, pretty much, and not solid here, but like the maker block is somewhere between 5, 6, 7 a.m. and 10, 11 and noon. So there's like mm-hmm. that five hours there where it's, 
you know, maker focused and then obviously breakfast and different stuff like that. But there's that five hour chunk. And then after that, once I've, you know, achieved that and had like some good productivity there, um, unless the whole morning is taken up some other way, but then I'm doing sales calls and, and meetings in the afternoon. Um, and yeah. yeah, rather than, rather than alternate every week of, Hey, this is a sales week. This is a maker week. I appear to have fallen into a groove and we'll see how long it lasts of kind of multi threading them or layering them mm -hmm. like that, where every day is a little bit of each. And yeah. that's put me in a really optimal state, I think, in terms of, um, of both at the moment. I feel like I'm in a local, kind of a local high on both. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. And just to be specific on the maker side, I spoke with, um, anyway, I finished the last episode. I was saying I was going to speak with my friend who's been a startup CTO before and, and is, um, and I, you know, him helping me out through some pair programming for mm. an hour or two each week. And we've done that now and it was spectacular. So I think this is interesting. I want to talk about extending this, uh, on our next time we talk, but it, it's interesting because my initial thinking was, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to try to hire him for, you know, multiple hours a week, just work independently and like knock out some stuff that I don't have time for. That was the, mm. that was the working assumption. What has ended up happening is he does, he didn't have the time for that. He's still pretty slammed with what he's doing right now. So what I feel like has instead happened is I've, I've basically outsourced some context switching to him. Um, and what I, yeah. And what I mean by that is I basically said, look, there's this part, there's this, there are these things on the product side that are always lurking in the back of my mind, things that I know I need to work on, like refactoring, like testing, like, you know, better QA environments and all the, just all this stuff, right. Better code commenting and all of these things, right. Am I, am I doing these practices well that are just super easy for me to ignore all the time. And yet knowing that they're there, like those, those gremlins are lurking there just tends to really drain my morale, but then also my productivity because I'm they're there consuming cycles or like background processes, right? That are just like, yeah, yeah. they're zomb zombies. They're just eating my, my mental, you know, ram and I don't, I don't know it. So, um, and so I, what I've realized has happened and this is kind of looking retrospect, like, why did that feel so good? Is I basically come onto a call with him and it's one hour, but we come into that call and like, I, he comes into it pre prepared to talk yeah. about implementing this testing framework or this API, you know, this way of doing the API for some SaaS kind of already in his head. And he's like ready to go the same way as like, if you showed up to a gym, like your trainer is not going to stand around and like, wait, if they're going to say like, okay, here's the machine, get on it, you know, let's go. Or like, here's the stretches yeah. to do. Like they just, they just get you in the, in the mode right away. And I realized that's one of the biggest benefits of working with him. It's like, how, how much can you get done in an hour? Well, it turns out it's not just the hour of work. Um, it's the, it's probably the hours plural of shifting into that frame of mind that 
I don't have to do like it, it because it's on the calendar and I show up like it's it, it just happens and yeah yeah, yeah I'm, I'm now I'm in the seat you know and uh, now that I'm in that seat I'm there and because I'm doing this synchronous call with him like I can't my mind can't drift I can't start checking email like I can't mm. decide that I'm going to focus on that other cool thing that I really like no I just have to face it <laughs> and yeah. work through it and so we did that and yeah within 45 minutes i had you know the the testing framework set up i had my first test written i had a clear understanding of how to decompose some pretty monolithic functions into smaller bits so i could write better tests and i had like a unit test written i had a fixture and i had a integration test written and this, this was makes me hour. happy this was in an hour dude <laughs> it's like that's amazing that makes that me very happy <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was great. And, and since then, I've written 19 other tests. Um, yeah, which I don't know if that sounds like a lot or not, but it, that's that's a week ago. So in, in a week, I've written 19 other tests. And those are all, I'd say, um, maybe a couple unit tests, but a lot of integration tests. But then also, it's it's helped me realize that I need to move a lot of my business logic out of my views, which are Django's way of saying controllers, and this other layer, which then makes those things available for APIs. And it's just making the whole code base better. And so I'm, I'm really excited. Like I have a test suite now. And, uh, the first time one of those tests break when, uh, when you add something to the, the tool, that's when you really realize how powerful it is. Yeah. So, well, you know, I'm not wasting any time. So I did write, um, I'm doing some refactoring this week. And I created additional, um, you know, additional sort of middleware, if you will, other you know services layers to to do some of the work that otherwise had to be done through the web UI. Mm. And I, I did that refactoring, and I ran that thing, and it was like break, 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 fix it, uh-huh. break, fix it, break. And then suddenly it was like it all works, and it tests all the main paths of the user, and um, it's you're yeah, you're right. That that's where I realized. This is helping me find all the stuff right now. And, yes, you know it's great, and, and, and <laughs> you are a yeah, you're very experienced in this. So uh, I think you were saying over Slack earlier this morning. There's a lot of other territory, nuance, and ground to cover, but I think it was the zero to one for me this week, yeah. which was a huge relief. I'd suggest that every time you have a bug in the code, you try to reproduce that bug in a in a test. Mm. just to kind of get some coverage going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, how do I implement some discipline here for coverage? Yeah, don't fix a bug until you have a test that tells you there's a bug. Mm. And then uh, you just slowly, like, start to add add on to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, a good good. way to get started. That's great. Uh, Absolutely, absolutely. There's another another thing you did that you haven't mentioned it yet that I really want to hear about. What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> I already forgot you recorded a screencast. It looks like it, a lot of people saw it. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's the funny thing. Like I said, I, I feel like I hit a local, local. Hopefully not temporary, but local maxima here on the marketing side as well. I it was I a really made, good screencast. Con- Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I made a commitment to myself that I was going to create a screencast. It felt overdue. I was like, how can I 
like I want to show people there, there's been over 200 people who have tried the app at some point in the last two or three months. And most of those are not regular users. Um, and so they, they tried some version of it. Mm. And I was just like, I, I want to show them what it's like now. Not because I'm like, oh no, I lost a sale, but more like I feel like I owe it to them and I want to keep them updated. So I said, screencast is going to be the best way to do that. I asked for advice in the tiny seed Slack and Rob uh, Walling said, the number one advice is keep it short. So uh, that's what I tried to do. So yeah, it was it ended up being a two minute screencast, and I really stressed about the, I really stressed the transitions, and I stressed the, the audio. I still felt like I was way too, kind of tense and monotone in the audio, but um, I put it on Wistia and shared it. And I, there's a link on the SimSass homepage now that says that's one of the calls to action. You can, sub calls to action as you watch the video. Nice. But I think the number of views, yeah, I, I had to look it up, but it's um, it's well over 100 so far uh, nice. people that have watched that video. And, and the engagement is high too. I, I don't know how much of that is normal for a two-minute video because it is so short. Yeah. But I think the percentage of people who finish the entire video also has exceeded my expectations. So it's 150 total plays. And cool. the number of people who watch the whole, th- yeah, and it feels like 150 demos, right? <laughs> um, and the number of people who finish the whole thing is it says 72% engagement, which uh, three hours. So I, yeah, so that means 72% of the video is how much people watch on average, which means quite a few people have watched the entire thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, is was I mean what? I hate to just ask the sort of like leading question of what do you like about you know, compliment seeking here? But like what um, I, I was surprised at the, at like the people who were like, that was awesome. Like what did he, it wasn't just that it was short. Um, mm. Was it the, it was, I don't know, the cup, the length. Like, I don't know. It was straight to what the, was it? it was straight to the point and it was very, um, it was, I don't know. I feel like it was kind of inspirational in a way. Cause I like a phrase you kept using in the screencast was like a C- like a CFO would do or like a CFO would create. And um, I don't know. I just think like when you watch the screencast, you're like, I wonder if, if it will work with my numbers. I wonder if it would be like if I had a CFO or like, I don't know. It just, and it was really like, it didn't even feel like two minutes. It was really fast <laughs> pace and the transitions were mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I don't know. You didn't waste a second. <laughs> Um, so it was kind of <laughs> captivating, I guess. Um, cool. Yeah. And I feel like you showcased the product really well. I don't know. It made me curious mm. how it would work mm. for my numbers. Cool. Um, yeah. Well, and, and we kind of, we're kind of working through that, aren't we? Yeah. Um, I actually, you, I just got an automated email from you that you had created a new for, forecast for me. Yeah, so I guess you're my CFO. SimSass will be. It, SimSass is applying for that job. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, well, I appreciate that. That's that's, um, that's dude. You, that would be a really cool, uh, cool marketing hack if you just send like applications to every startup and applied like <sighs> as their CFO. <laughs> <laughs> that's clever. That is clever. Yeah, exactly. It, it, my 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 salary demands are only you know a couple thousand bucks a year <laughs> yeah um 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it was, yeah, it was well received and I uh, put it on Wistia. So I got good analytics out of it and it felt really good. And I also got an email out to my um, entire mailing list uh, just before the end of the week, or maybe I sent it out on Saturday. I forget, but I'd sent that out to, was it um, 400 or so folks got an update from me, which basically said at this point, and I think this is how I'm going to use that mailing list going forward is, you know, it's, it's like a monthly newsletter basically of all the things going on with SimSass mm-hmm. and, and me. And it's almost like, it, it's almost like an, in case you missed it, you know, here's, yeah. Hey, there's seventh episode of the podcast came out and this blog post came out and this screencast came out and, you know, yeah, just kind of a digest summary for folks. Um, nice. But that felt really good to get out there too, because I hadn't sent one of those in a while, which reminds me, <laughs> the other thing was, uh, I guess, posted on the Bear Metrics blog. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, which also felt good. So yeah, <laughs> it was pretty crazy. Um, last week, I was ready to busy. just kind of pop the cork. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, uh-huh. uh, But you know what's ironic about all that is that I, I do weekly KPIs, um, as you know, in the, in the updates channel. And last week, I think all of my KPIs, my one week change was completely flat for everything. <laughs> and except for a negative in one area, which was kind of a, it's just a temporary anomaly. So if you look at my one week progress from a KPI standpoint, everything I said, none of it appears in the KPIs that I have currently. It's like nothing, nothing came of all of that. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's, that's the thing. Those aren't leading indicators. Apparently that's, that's no, I, of course not. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's awesome. Thanks. Bef- before we uh, end this show, I want to give a shout out. <laughs> Yeah, to my to my fiance. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I she told me this week that she was uh, she was listening to out of beta when I was away because she missed me and I thought that was very cute. Oh, <laughs> that's it's very. Cute. She gets a little shout out. Yeah, she, <laughs> Next, well, when she listens to this, maybe I'll be be away for some conference or something, and she'll find this episode. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Nice little nice little hidden gem and Easter egg here. At yep. The end. Awesome. <laughs> cool. Well, um, we actually get to talk again soon because we're a little bit behind schedule. So um, anything we didn't cover in this episode will be in the next one. Yeah. And uh, thanks in advance for the editing. Good luck with that, with your <laughs> with your schedule. <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. It was good catching up. Same. Welcome back. Talk to you soon. Talk to you Bye. later. Bye, Peter.